Bonjour, hi, I'm Pascal Auclair. I hope this talk supports you in your practice. J'espère que cet enseignement vous sera aidant. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed. Vous pouvez me soutenir en cliquant sur le bouton sous ma photo. Your support is greatly appreciated. Merci. So a few words on the practice this morning. Um, so in the practice that we're doing, insight practice, there's the quality of the awareness that we bring that, as you, as you know now, is extremely important. And we're cultivating... Um, a kind of awareness that is, uh, we could describe, of high quality, a high quality presence. I'm using these words synonymously, presence, awareness, attention, mindfulness. Um, and uh, so why is, it, why is it described as high quality? Because it's not, it's not trying to acquire something. Often, see if it's true for you, We're attentive because we want to get something out of the other, the situation. Uh, and here, uh, when we practice mindfulness, we are only interested in reality because it's happening. Uh, it's high quality because it, um, it is interested in, in the present time, here now, what's happening here now. And it learns, or we learn to keep the interest and the value given to what is happening here now. Um, and so it has quality also because of the duration. At the beginning, you know, it's, it's not, we couldn't say high quality, I think, at the beginning of the <laughs> retreat. It's probably low quality awareness, you know. It means it's occupied, preoccupied by our ideas, how will it be, anticipation, projections, maybe comparing even my last retreat or the retreat in another tradition or if I had started earlier or if I was further along, you know. And so slowly we uh, practice renunciation. We let go of these concerns and just attend to what is here now. And so there's a notion of duration here. We, uh, we bring attention and we stay attentive. That's what we call concentration many moments of uh, high-quality presence uh, stuck together. So here we're, we're developing that capacity to attend to the present moment and to stay with it. Um, it's high-quality also because when we came here, maybe our attention was used to pretty gross um, stimu stimulation, uh, the drama in our head, the text, the news, uh, the list of things to do, uh, etc. And here we're learning to actually refine our attention so that it can be with just breath, belly rising and falling, just coldness or coolness, silence. These are pretty refined uh, objects of meditation. And so it takes uh, some time to get used to... Uh, that level maybe of subtlety of a, a body that is not moving. When I'm used to be present, maybe doing yoga, running, going here and there in the car, you know. Now we're like, we're just sitting. 
nothing else. We're just walking slowly, going nowhere. And so we're refining the attention. In the refining stages, you know, um, French expression comes to mind, but, um, you know, there's going to be some struggle, I'll put it this way, you know. Why? Get me out of here, nothing is happening, you know. And so the system, um, you know, will... Um, Will um, will refuse and um, yeah struggle is the best word I can use right now. Uh, you know we'll get bored to death. It will lead to uh, doubt about why am I here. You know all this, um, and it takes time to actually uh, learn to be with uh, these the things happening here and start to feel the richness. You know it's covered now by our you know, lack of attention, uh, this, um, you know, um, um, uh, distraction, uh, scatteredness. And the more we pay attention, it takes a few days, suddenly things start to appear. Uh, so th- this is the quality of attention, not acquiring, not judging, not wanting something else. Uh, staying with what is here, allowing it to be known, to be felt. We're also moving out of description, the narration. I am here right now. Later, I'll have lunch. After lunch, I'll go for a little walk. That'll be good for me. You know, <laughs> that level of living, like describing a certain self and what is happening or happened to the self, like we're renouncing even that, huh? which often comes with a little bit of a it can come with um, a loss of identity. If I'm not telling my story, what's left? Who am I? You know? No, I want to keep telling my story. Otherwise, I'd be a little fearful that I'll disappear or that, you know, whatever. And so here we try this. We try not to tell our story a little bit, just to see if we'll survive the absence of the storyteller or the storytelling. You know, so it's a little uncomfortable. It might be, or you might experience it as a relief. Oh my God, I thought I was stuck with moi for the rest of my life. <laughs> I'm just discovering that I can let go of moi for a moment and just be a body breathing. You know, consciousness being aware of what's happening. And so that's what we're um, we're doing here. And so the things, so there's the quality of the attention, and and then there's what the attention is meeting. What is known by that quality attention? What's the data that is being collected? And so here, what we attend to, so how we attend to, and what we attend to. What we attend to is, it's been named, and... uh, Maybe in the course of the retreat, we're going to open more and more aspects of the practice. But what we're attending to, um, what we were attending to yesterday, uh, what we were invited to attend to, uh, is the the, uh, experience of the senses. As you know, it's been stated a number of times. So being aware as it's happening of the experience of seeing, tasting, smelling, uh, 
we're in the dining hall or outside, or uh, the experience of touch, you know, gravity, stepping, breathing, this life, uh, the, 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 but the body's full of life, there's ache, there's, uh, there's sometimes, uh, I don't know, the chest might appear as, uh, be felt as contracted, sometimes as spacious, you know. So the five senses, so we're invited to be aware of this. For me, that was not clear that this would be a path to uh, wisdom when I started, or even before, you know. I was like, I was stuck with my life, me, I just learned I was HIV positive, everybody was dying around me, I was 25 years old, and I wanted some wisdom inside of me to help me meet uh, what was happening. And little did I know. And I learned when I went to a retreat, they said, oh, you're having all this trouble, all this. Please pay attention to your nose. And I was like, no. There's all the rest of my life and it's going to be short and it's freaking me out. And they're like, yeah, feel your hands. Now feel the body stepping. I couldn't make sense of it at the beginning, but I was so desperate and such a high level of stress and confusion and fear that I was ready to listen and try it. So in a way I was in the right circumstances to be able <laughs> to learn about practice. Huh? I had no choice. As long as we have choice, we'll try something else. <laughs> and, so, um, and so these are the um, objects of meditation, things we're invited to pay attention to. And, it, <coughs> and we might, you know, there might be this debate inside. No, I don't want to be with the breath. I don't want to be with the stepping. I want to think about the rest of my life, you know. And we, little do we know that we're actually obsessed or fascinated or engaged in the process of thinking, uh, believing that the solution will come from there. And maybe there is another avenue, an alternative way of, uh, um, you know, developing clarity about our lives and or, uh, learning how to be uh, who we are. And so here we're invited to be very, very aware of the experience of the senses, the body. The body, very classic and very primary. It's mind mind blowing, or I don't know how to say it. That you know when the Buddha <coughs> says, When standing, know you're standing. Yeah, but the rest of my life. When you're standing, know you're standing. When you're sitting, know you're sitting. This is extremely simple, extremely powerful. We have to find this out for ourselves. So postures, activities of the body, as you eat, can you actually feel the spoon coming up? And the taste, and can you actually, are you... Uh, advanced enough practitioner to put your utensil down while you chew and swallow, <laughs> you know, and experience the swallowing. 
and experience the picking up of the spoon again, a fork. And so the activities of the body. So here we have a full day, blessed, privileged, uh, to be in a research center where there is silence, and we have time, people are cooking for us. Actually, one person is cooking all our meals for the whole week. And so we can actually slow down and notice the experience of a door hand, handling, the experience of a sudden coolness, or I don't know if later there'll be the sun uh, in your face, or the wind. And so to actually use this to ground ourselves in present time. So that's one of the aspects of uh, what we pay attention to. Another one I've named yesterday, I want to name it again this morning, is the quality of the mind, the, the, the mind state, the emotions, because human beings, want it or not, are visited by moods. Have you noticed in the last few decades. <laughs> and so, often for us, we're interested in moods, but the mood that could be or were, you know, oh, back then, or, you know, we're upset by the disturbing moods of the past, or the ones that were beautiful, or we're obsessed by the moods of the future. Which one will there be? And in the practice, we redirect attention to the presently arisen mood. What is the quality of the mind? So we can bring attention to the inner life in this way. Maybe recognize, oh, it's like this inside right now. Sometimes ambivalence is there, sometimes doubt, sometimes annoyance, sometimes quietness, sometimes friendliness, sometimes harshness, grumpiness. As we are speaking now, there is a mood, you know, and it's good to know about the, this mood. Sometimes we can name it, sometimes we can't. It's just like this right now, rather neutral, or maybe charged, intense in some way, but we can't name it. It doesn't have to be named. What we want is to be able to feel it, become interested in the mood that is present. Not in terms of thinking about it. So that's the art of practice here. Not in terms of thinking about the mood, but in, in terms of maybe intimacy with the mood. Oh, grumpy. Oh, grumpy feels like this. Maybe in the body. Or joy. Oh, joy. How it feels in the body. How, these are the instructions for today. How emotions, moods, uh, states of mind feel in the body. What's the ambiance inside? What's the tone inside? Some are pleasant. Some are unpleasant. Some last for a while. Some kind of flash by. <coughs> Impatience. Bang! Whoa! Gone! Or percolating, you know? And so, especially with afflictive emotions, check this out. Is that true for you? Human beings often 
when there's an afflictive emotion, they're caught in it. You know? So resentment, they resent. Rumination in French. <laughs> Rehashing, no? You said that, I said that, I can't believe you said that. You said, I really said that, I can't believe you. know? And it goes on, we're caught, we're fooled, we're duped, huh? we're, we're caught. So often that's what happens, fear. What's going to happen? I wonder what's going to happen. You know, and it keeps going like this. Another way we are with afflictive emotions <coughs> is we push them away. I don't want to feel this. I don't want to feel down. I don't want to feel discouraged. I don't want to feel shame. Yeah? So these are, in Buddhist psychology, known as extremes. Extremes way, ways. It's natural that we would be in relationship with them in this way because we don't know better. Here we're trying the middle path. So not pushing away, not being totally uh, taken for a ride. So aware. It's very delicate. <gasps> oh. And aware, maybe we can be aware with kindness. Oh, my love, you're having a strong reaction now. Oh, you want to be somebody else. Want to be somewhere else. Oh, that's difficult. Recognizing what's happening. Often with mind states, uh, we'll be obsessed with the thing that we're thinking about. If I'm caught in the, you know, a kind of greed, desire for something else, when the retreat finishes, when the retreat finishes, and I'll be totally fascinated by the story told and the object of my desire. And so here what we do is we turn the camera like this and we discover how is the person here now desiring something else, being hooked on something else that they could feel or be or, you know? And we just come here and learn to accompany what's happening here, this being here. That's a very delicate movement from losing fascination for the story told and discovering how is the person here now as they walk, as they sit, as they are in the bedroom. Yeah. So we have the chance here to do this work. I think of it as a revolution of the mind and heart. Instead of being uh, unfree, caught in emotion, caught debating with them, it's not true, I'm, wor I'm worthy, I'm, I'm worth something. You know, when the mind is saying, you have no value, you're a piece of shit. You know? So I could say, no, it's not true, I'm worthy, I'm, you know. Or I could believe this, I'm really a piece of shit. And here we're trying the middle path. Wow. Aware of the messaging, the texts coming in, you know. Like aware, curious about it, stable. That's how we're going to dismantle You know, the conditionings that we are stuck in by being becoming really aware of what's happening in the mind. No judgment, just factual. Oh, this is the mood here now.
similarly with the beautiful qualities of mind that uh, we get to feel in our lives, lives and that uh, we cultivate on retreat. So if there is a little bit of a passage of quietness as you're walking, we're invited to uh, become aware of it. Oh, this is really quiet here. Earlier it was upset by something, and now it's actually really quiet. Non-struggle, non-struggling. We're invited to recognize this. If for a reason or for another, it's difficult for you to be here this morning, at different times today, please, uh, you know, Find where you can be nurtured. It's hard to be with afflictive emotions if they arise or when they're present. So it's very skillful to actually, you know, look at the sky, at the sun, at the trees, be nurtured by space, nature. Uh, you know, go for a brisker walk, maybe to move things uh, in the body and in the emotional body. Find what um, bring a little bit of nourishment, yeah, in the mind and heart and body, and allow yourself to touch this, be touched by this. Okay, shall we try a little bit? that you can always stand if it gets intense for you in the sitting posture. Just uh, simply discovering that there's a body here now. And it feels like this. And see if it can be okay that it feels like this right now. See if it can be known as it is. Appreciating maybe what feels right. Or comfortable in the body if there is any of this. Seeing if we can allow for discomfort, if it pr it's present, to, if we can allow it to be there, maybe with tenderness, tenderness, complete tenderness. Let's say uh, Zenju, Earthling Manuel. become aware that there is a body, we'll find out pretty soon that it's uh, sensitive, alive, breathing. Hearing. 
It's being touched by the world. It's touching the world. It's a relational apparatus. It's in relationship with the environment, with temperature, with light. gravity of the earth. It's all happening as we sit here. And as we stay here with the body, breathing, feeling, probably at some point notice the state of the heart-mind. Sometimes the mind is sharp, is clarity, Sometimes not. Sometimes it's rather foggy or things seem far. Just discover the state the mind is in right now, quiet or agitated. heavy or light or neither we just allow things to be as they are and to be known to be experienced mindfully Sometimes the heart or mind is contracted, and sometimes it's more expansive, spacious, spacious heart or mind. See if it's uh, friendly in there. Sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. 
Sometimes we can invite some friendliness in the field. Once in a while we check the quality of the mind and then we return to hearing, conscious hearing, to feeling the body sitting. Sometimes the mind is upset with something, sometimes it's not upset. You can become aware of this. Oh, obsession, non-obsession, very factual, very simple.
if we remain attentive, we'll probably see changes occur in the mind states. Maybe we'll get more quiet, and the quietness will uh, pass, and some agitation will arise. The anger will subside a little bit. Qualities of mind of uh, often uh, wave-like nature. They appear and they peak and disappear. Similarly with the quality of our attention very attentive and suddenly, whoops, gone. Or we're dissipated, distracted, and suddenly, whoops, the attention is gathered again.
can always uh, notice if the mind is uh, discursive, if it has a lot to say, if it's rather quiet, that is certainly a strong indication of the mind state. No judgment. We can become aware, oh, it has a lot to say, there's agitation here, obsession. The mind is caught in some ways. We can see if we can feel underneath the words, in the body, the struggle, the unease, the unresolved, the frustration. is rather quiet, we can appreciate the quietness inside. 